How's Christchurch? Um, Christchurch is really quite chilly, and I didn't pack any jackets. And that's um, did you do that classic Aucklander thing where you pack like your fun summer shirts, some cute thotty shorts, and then you're yeah. like, oh, it's basically Antarctica down here. I was like, I'm going to get my gams out. I'm going to get my arms out. I'm going to have these shirts. And I and I took the buttons out, you know, like I actually unbuttoned the top five buttons because I was like, I will never need to button this shirt up. I'm going to be... You took the buttons the out? Breeze. No, I didn't. I'm just, oh. I'm just like, extending the gag. That's like no. a commitment to like the chest that I, I'm never willing to make. That would be so... So it'll be such a ridiculous thing to do. Be like, I'm so confident in how my chest looks that I am taking off the buttons to my shirt so that I can't ever be not slutty again. We're having Christmas apart, baby. It's so weird not to have you in the seat beside me. I know. I um, I miss being there. I'm in my mum's room at her sewing desk. Um, Does your mum sew? Oh, Yes. Are you kidding me? It's one of her main things. She uh, also knits, and her jerseys were featured. Knitted jerseys were featured in the Women's Day. We've got the copy. Here are you somewhere. kidding? Your mum's more successful to- than you are. Yeah, I know. We used to get matching uh, tracksuits with hand painted prints on the front, which she, she hand painted the prints. She's a crafty queen. She is a crafty queen. I wish I was that crafty. You should Every time I'm down as well. I know. I'm like maybe I should learn to sew. So that when so I that you can go on Ripple's Drag Race. Yeah, and when the sewing challenge hits, I can be like, got it. <laughs> I'll do got it. Got it. I'm, I'm making hand-printed jeans or whatever you just said it, your mum used to make. What was it? Hand-printed Paint- jeans. No, I said hand-painted track suits. Oh, I was basically close enough. Oh, that not really. That goes to I show think- how much I really listen, eh? <laughs> yeah, what you described is like jeans to me. is like jeans covered in different colored hand prints. <laughs> That's what I was imagining. Oh, but she stitched it by hand, the tracksuit pants. What did your mum make? So she sewed the tracksuit from scratch, and then she would hand paint pictures, and then those would stitch to the on the front of the um, sweatshirt, like a panel. Wow. Yeah, that, that is really a good. look. And I was deeply embarrassed about them, and now I'm like, take me back. I was an ungrateful bitch. Yeah. Um, it's the end. Oh, should we? Is, do this we do the, the theme, theme song now? Yeah, yeah, let's do the theme tune. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. It's not a phase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And welcome Wee. along to this week's episode of The Male Gaze. I feel like most of our listeners listen to these out of order, like, and, and no direct timeline. But it's New Year's, baby. 
Yeah, whenever we get a message from anyone, they're like, I just listened to the episode when um, Donald Trump was elected. <laughs> like, it's sort of like <laughs> historical moment. Um, I know, someone messaged me like, it's like, I'm listening to the first like six episodes and I'm like, oh my God, like that's a, that, those are pre-Trump interviews. That's pre-like yeah. Pride Festival um, uh, podcasts. I was a completely different person then. I can't believe we've already recorded a New Year's like ep- podcast episode. Like that's how long we've been doing this f- fucking podcast for that we've already got. <laughs> I was like, God, what were last year's resolutions? And I was like, Oh my god! Like I can't believe we're about to do this again. I like know. it's kind of amazing that we've committed to it, but also like, how many episodes do you reckon we recorded this year? Twelve. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, every time we do it, that. we're like. We're amazing. Yeah, that was so good. So, and we always start by saying, welcome to this week's episode of The Mail Game. Yeah, even though it's been like eight weeks. Yeah. I love that we're just getting honest with ourselves. We're a fucking disappointment. I don't give a shit. I'm just going to wear that with pride. Because well, here's the thing. You I, are I think- allowed to drop the ball. I saw, see me remember some of our goals from last year as well. And I'm like, oh God, I didn't achieve anything. I don't think I learned any to cook any new meals, which I think was one of them. Oh, I think I wanted I to be more spiritual. Oh, yeah. Do you I, feel more spiritual? Well, I definitely read my star signs more. And I, I read my star like, signs heaps. And I also, like, use my um horror, my like star sign as a um, as an excuse. I'm like, I'm sorry I'm such a nosy bitch. It's because I'm a Libra. Yes. I took my um compa- relationship compatibility with both uh, my current and a previous partner. And 80% with the current. Five percent with the previous, so that was wow. Uh, it was in the stars <laughs> all along. It was absolutely just, in the stars. You should have checked www.myhoroscopedatingmatch.com like much earlier in the process. Right away, right away. Um, it's the first thing you do. Yeah, but th- that's also not the sort of thing you want to do when you you know you're in the throes of uh, an early relationship. I disagree. Be like, hey, I'm so sorry. I know we were meant to go and see. Um, Spider-Man 3 today, but uh, I've actually just looked on www.myhoroscope dating love life, and it says love life. 3% match. Love life. I um, went, my first date with my boyfriend, um, I could just probably just say his name, but I don't know why we keep anonymous on this podcast for our friends. Um, <laughs> it's so that people think that we're, that we're just we're referring famous. to each other, because I've got multiple, I've had multiple people be like, oh, I thought your boyfriend was the other boy from the male gaps. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, like, everyone's just being like, oh yeah, they, they pretend like they're anonymous because they like to pretend that they're famous, and then they're hiding people's, like, security. <laughs> but really, it's just... Our partners who listen to this podcast, um, yeah, and who you can find in our uh, like probably the last two Instagram posts. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but the uh, the first on our like one of our first dates, what the movie we went to was Force Majeure, which was like that buzzy French film about like a guy who um, oh, yeah, is like an avalanche and he doesn't like save his wife and kids, and then he has like a full breakdown, which is yeah, honestly classic ass now in hindsight <laughs> yeah i remember for our last anniversary we always go back to kiss kiss which is our first restaurant and i don't know what, if we saw a movie the first time but usually we do now at the dominion road capital cinema theater we saw i tonya uh <laughs> which was so a gorgeous year, way to celebrate our relationship so, so every year you watch a margot robbie film 
Yes, an artsy mugger, Robbie. We don't. Want, we won't watch Suicide Squad. No, uh, don't watch Suicide. Squad. You save that for the wedding anniversary. Yeah. Oh, there is that new one coming out, right? Which is isn't she Queen Elizabeth and, yes. and Sir Mary is, Queen uh, of Scots? Yes, I'll be watching that. That'll be anniversary number two. Ooh-hoo. Um. Hey, so it's New Year's. Christmas has been, but um, in the reality, Christmas has not been yet. Uh, we're yeah. recording this in advance, so you know, Santa, we still got to prove that we're on the nice list. But I finished all my Christmas shopping yesterday, so I, in a way for me, I feel like Christmas is over because the preparation's done. Yeah, that's great. But what we're talking about is New Year's, baby. Mm. We're talking. We... We're talking R and V. We're talking Bay City Dreams, or whatever it's called. We're called. You're the one. In, uh, Southern Alps. Alps. Yes. Um, I've never been to any of those festivals. I can't do it either. No, I can't do it. I remember there used to be like the big, big Christchurch thing was like every year Salmonella Dub played at the Ducks Deluxe, and it was like if you were a legend, you went to the Ducks. My experience of New Year's, like basically till I was about nineteen, was spending it with my family in Richmond, which is like the middle of fucking nowhere out of Nelson, and um, we would just like kind of count down and be like, right, bedtime. And that was it. Like, there was no... Like, maybe we'd hold hands and sing Old Lang Syne, but... Wow. Th- you know, that's it. We'd maybe watch a bit of TV. Uh, it was that always, one... always the saddest night. And You remember when we had it at your house? Was that your first, like, friend's one? That was one? one of my first ones. It was before I went to drama school, and I had a cocktail party, and we yes, got, like, we drunk at my house, and I vomited... Um, Appetizer. Uh, we shot an appetizer, and I threw up on my fence, and it was so acidic that it burnt the oil off it. I slept in your brother's bed, and then he woke me up, and I was like, "Am I in a dream?" It's <laughs> <laughs> such a buzzy call for him to come home unannounced on the first of January. In hindsight, early in the morning on the first of January, I'm like, "Okay, babe." He was like, "What's a stranger doing on my bed?" And I was like, "I have planned this. I have warned the entire family, and you have turned up unannounced." <laughs> <laughs> he had to get his gear for a bloody rugby practice or something. Yeah, it was like st- start the year off right. Um, do you have New Year's goals? Oh, God, I don't know. I feel like I should look back before I look forward. Do you know what I mean? Like how, like how are you oh feeling about twenty twenty? We call, it was twenty eighteen. You know, was this the gay? Was it your gayest year yet? Do you reckon? The great question. I mean, I do ask myself this every year. Yeah. Um. Part of me, I don't know, this is like sort of part of my, this ongoing journey of my own internalized homophobia, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is systemic uh, and was, you know, like I'm a product of the system. Christchurch. Um, Christchurch. What I like, <laughs> for a while I was like, you know, when I first came out, I was like, I'm not going to be one of those gays that's like all about it. And then yeah. um, you kind of like deny those qualities inside of yourself. And then you go like all in, right? Yeah. Uh, and like everything's gay. Um, and you paint your like door of your house, like the rainbow flag. And currently... You, have, you didn't do that. No, but like, you know, I definitely... I just don't want you to lie to the listeners. <laughs> but we definitely like made a podcast called The Male Gaze. And yeah, we did that. Um, <laughs> now in my journey, I'm like refining that i guess i'm like what this whole pride festival debacle has done like you know in terms of this year has like made me also evaluate like what does like my queer identity mean like in its most authentic self versus like me just trying to carbon copy 
what I've seen like in America or in other people. Like, what does it mean mm-hmm. for what does my queerness actually look like? You know, Ooh. I don't have to wear what I see other people wearing to still feel queer. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think that God, makes that absolute sense. Very serious. That was quite deep quite early. Um, what do you think is your, what was your queer outfit that sums up your um, queerness then? Like, what is the thing that you well, feel? Well, I don't know, feel- but it's like, I don't, like, I've never, like, worn a harness, you know, and you're like, oh, maybe I've got to do that. But then you're like, I just got to take this pressure off slightly, you know? Um, yeah. It's not just solely about the harness. The harness is a example of just, like, any kind of... Um, random piece of like queer sort of iconic fashion that uh, people wear to like kind of be like i am gay um i was i was really trying to wear a harness is it there there to help people pull you closer is that what it's for you you yanked around i i don't know i think maybe it's to be like strapped up yeah it's like you're going to go rock climbing, but we you, sound like no... two virgins. <laughs> <laughs> Which is our true authentic sales that we're going to live in 2019. <laughs> but like, I was really trying to make skirts happen for a while. And then I was like, actually, no, not my body shape. Like, I'm so tall in a skirt. Like, it just doesn't make. Wow. Much... I thought like you were good in skirts. Yeah, Shorter. Kinda... Shorter. I, yeah. I don't know. I just. I'm like, I can still wear fun shorts and still feel queer. Yeah, without having to like kind of performatively dress. Though when I see other people wear skirts, I'm not like, oh, they're performing. I'm just like, they look great and they look comfortable and they look like they're presenting their authentic self. You know, it's just, it's it's just strange. I don't know. Maybe I'm just tired. I don't know. Maybe I'm just giving up. Maybe I'm straight. It was all just a phase. (laughs) That's going to really ruin this podcast. Um, It would be such a fucking plot twist if I was straight next year. Could you that imagine be, that we, re- we, we like, keep doing the podcast and it was just, like, my journey of, like, my straight discovery? coming Going back in. Yeah. Going I, back I, in. I mean, I think you'd get less work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon? <laughs> Could you yes. imagine my, like, solo shows being, like, my struggles being straight again? Yeah, everyone would be like, what? This isn't... Is this Chris Barker or is it... Is this his brother? <laughs> is this his brother in a wig? Um, yeah. What what what's your journey looking back? Is this your gayest year ever? Oh, I don't know if it was my gayest year ever. Um, I'd say it was maybe my most exhausting year ever. Fuck, are we just um, getting old? Is this the I whole point? Is this, is this what I've learned from my weird debacle and yours as well? That we're just old and tired. Yeah, and and I guess maybe th- turn thirty this year. I think I just had a sudden realization. I was like, oh, I will not achieve everything that I want to achieve. <laughs> there's so no. many things that I've always been meaning to do that I'm like oh no I can't start that now you know I can't like I've yes, always you been can. like I, you reckon yes what what was the thing what is that oh I'd what? love to um, do lane swimming <laughs> oh my god Eli for fuck's sake you can just go to like a pool I know but I, I, I I'm not brave enough I'm not good enough I had I was a bad swimmer as a kid get I, lessons I, you can get lessons oh. in anything you could yeah. probably get lessons in bottoming. You know, like, there's a lesson for everything. Do you reckon there's a person... I'm going to Google this right now. Fuck, that's awesome. <laughs> Imagine. Like, you've got a coach who's just like, and breathe out. Relax. Yeah. Relax. And push a little bit. And then... <laughs> it's like a birthing Keep coach. breathing. There's a lot of... De- there's definitely a lot of, like... Um, 
you know, YouTube guides and stuff. I don't think there's a... Co- Let's see, I'll search again, bottoming coach. I'm a Maybe bottoming this is nurse. a great... <laughs> it's like a midwife for bottoming. Yeah. Call the midwife. <laughs> I'm ready to take dick tonight. <laughs> they just stand beside you and hold your hands like you're doing great. You're doing give you so some, well. I, give you ice cubes. <laughs> um, can we can we clear the room, please? He's going to take a huge dig. <laughs> Only family and friends. Only, Only family, family and friends. friends you did so good, <laughs> sweetie. And then you get like I don't know, like a balloon. One of those weird oh. hospital balloons that are more like foil. <laughs> Wheeled around in a wheelchair with a balloon that says "I bottom today." <laughs> Be gentle, I bottom today. <laughs> What is the one that's like, um, don't let me bite my lip, I'm numb? Do you remember those when you went to the dentist? Yes. Oh, I love those. Yeah. God. Something similar. I kind of, you know, weird, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I have a weird, uh, I kind of love the dentist. Like, I like you got a my mouth the going numb. Yeah, I like when the injection goes into a place in your gum where you're like, wow, no one has ever touched that before, and there's a needle in there now. Do you have, like, and a then, tooth kink? Yeah, I think I have a tooth kink. I think I've to, oh my god you know what this is so delightful because i've always been like i don't think i have any kinks and there it is it's um you're a tooth fairy i'm a tooth fairy. <laughs> <laughs> i'm a tooth fairy in that i like to have sex with a numb mouth and i also like to be given 50 cents to the end <laughs> i like a lollipop i like my i like um spare teeth wrapped up in tissues to make like ghosts yeah and i have wings so yeah fuck me with that floss baby um i've decided uh I, I am really proud of a lot of things that I did this year, though. You know what? Taking stock, thinking of all the things. And I would love to learn to appreciate things as they happen and as things conclude instead of, like, immediately moving on to the next thing. You know what you I mean? You want to do mindfulness, babe. I want to do mindfulness. Fuck mindfulness, eh? I hate it. But, like, I yeah, do I understand what you're saying, but you just don't need a colouring in book to do that. Honestly, when I've had to be in like a group mindfulness situation where someone's coaching you and they're like, so just breathe and relax. Every time I'm like, oh, thank God I can um, think about what I need to buy after this. I can think about what like. I'm just like, oh, great free time for my thinking. Um, I love that. I absolutely do not become mindful. Yeah. You're like, okay, they shopping do- list. You've got some space now. <laughs> Create it. Which Christmas presents have I not bought yet? They do uh, at the end of Body Balance at Les Mills, which I go to, which is a mixture of Tai Chi, Pilates, and yoga. Uh, they do meditation. The t- I remember this. 10 minutes of asana at the end. And I often tr- like stay for the whole thing, but yeah. don't really relax. People, <laughs> who, if- people who leave before the meditation of Les Mills are a level of high strung that I cannot deal with i'm like you cannot give me 10 minutes to lie down beside me listen to an accompanied version of somewhere over the rainbow and just kind of sleep what's wrong with you like just lie down why are you in such a rush and you know what i bet they just go to their car and then and then go on facebook on their phone for 10 minutes before they leave the car park because that's what i do usually when i leave the gym yeah and when i enter the gym i drive into the car park 10 minutes for facebook on the phone go inside 20 minute workout um (laughs) Go outside. Uh, Nothing's changed, baby. Nothing's changed. I know when you're supposed to like feel like balanced and alive and like awake to the world and you're just like, I still feel like my head's like buried in my phone. I've got my head up my ass. Um, Do you know, yesterday I went on the longest run I've been on this year, I think, because I got lost in Christchurch suburbs. Uh, (gasps) I took a turn. And I was like, I, I was like, oh, it's a grid. Christchurch, the whole of Christchurch is a grid, and it really isn't. I went down a lot of no exit streets. My That's phone was bad. out of battery. It was so bad. 
I love that. Hey, I actually yeah. have a fact of the gate, and it's kind of tied into my um, weird conundrum about like how I should be dressing. Even though someone complimented me the other day, one of our fans and one of our friends, um, on my like fashion, and it was like, you're really settled into it. And I was like, really? I feel like I'm coasting. But, um, you know, I maybe it just feels constantly more- talk about what, you're, what you wear. I'm constantly talking about what I'm wearing. No, no. Other people constantly oh. <laughs> compliment you on, your, on what you wear. I feel like I've settled. I feel like I settled for something a while ago and I don't take any risks anymore. You have something risky, surely. Maybe yeah. you need to maybe buy one thing, buy one item of clothing that scares you every month. <laughs> um, that would be <laughs> my those advice. shorts that make you want to shit your pants. <laughs> I researched the jock strap for the oh, fact wow. of the gay. Okay, I great. was curious about it. I don't own yeah. one. Um, but I was like, why are they like the harness? I think like, why are they like so kind of normalized inside of like specifically gay culture? Um, yeah. Cause the whole vibe is but also right. Queer culture is a wider, you know, umbrella term. Can I guess this as before you say it? Yeah. I, I, Cause I always thought it was meant to be like, it's like, they look like those sports cups, eh? But they just don't have the sports cup in them. Is yeah. that what they're based on? Mm-hmm. So I like just a had a coffee, I feel so great. Okay, I'm going to tell you. So, okay. um, the history of this underwear may surprise you. Oh, sorry, I'm reading straight off the website. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice immediately changes so much. And also, <laughs> it's elevated. And also, we would I ever say may surprise you. Um, it was first invented in 1874 by, Chica- 1874 by a Chicago Jesus. sporting goods company. So, sporting goods, okay, called Sharp and Smith. Its designers were looking for a bespoke, I love a bit of bespoke, um, <laughs> underwear solution for their bicycle jockeys. Working wow. the cobblestone streets of Boston. So, um, a jockey is just like anyone that rides a bike. And then I also yeah. searched the term jockey. Like, where did um, the, the, the meaning jockey come from? Jockey meaning rider, primarily a racehorse rider, has been in use since the 1670s. Jockey itself is the diminutive... Oh, my God. My mouth actually fell out of my head just then. Diminutive <laughs> form. Oh my God. Diminutive. There we go. Form of the Scots nickname for Jock, uh, nickname Jock for John, as Jackie is the English nickname for Jack. So mm-hmm. um, if you knew a guy called John, you'd call him Jock. Yeah. Uh, I knew a guy called John who we used to call Jock. Get that. Mm. And the nicknames Jack and Jackie, Jock and Jockey have been used generically for man, fellow, boy, common man. Okay. Um, anyway, so back to the jock strap. Yeah. The basic design of this jock strap is fairly, um, you know, a fairly uniform and elastic waistband, which is, uh, which is attached to a sports, a support pouch for the cock and balls and two elastic <laughs> straps asphyxiate, <laughs> asphyxiate. Oh my God. I cannot Affixiate. read. Asphyxiated to your you. mouth. Um, <laughs> affixed to the base of the pouch and to the left and right sides of the waistband at the hip. People know what it fucking looks like because they've watched. Yeah, porn. I know. This is like get to get to the purpose. Uh, the original <laughs> innovation of jock strap was that it cups and supports your genitals, your cock and balls. <laughs> you <laughs> need to stop to protect like them that. from keeping out of harm's way against like crushing against the hard seat. Um, oh. So basically, it was for like got people that were like you know probably men because it was the 1870s and everything's sexist. Um, where they were like their jobs of like delivering mail. And being a bicycle jockey on the cobblestones, and they they invented jock straps for these guys. Which I'm like, I love that someone had to be like, "Hey, boss, um, love the job. 
My balls are really hurting <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> they are being smashed against this hard leather seat on these cobblestones. So wait, the whole purpose is to keep your balls and dick up away from the seat. But yeah, like kind does of that mean- pa- like kind of gathered um, so that yeah, they're not kind of smashing and juttering around for like. Sp- and then they got used for like you know um, like various um, sporting you know. Uh, Sports are tight for sports games. Yes, sports, Chris. Um, that's just the single word you're looking for, uh, because <laughs> of their um, great support. And then, um, obviously, it became like a kink. Um, so a lot of like gay men were like, you know, because we like just always want to have sex with straight people. Um, yes, and we're looking for straight acting gay guys. the The jock strap was like, oh my god, it's like all my high school and uni dreams have come true. And then yes. it's like, I guess. That kink is just so unanimous inside of the gay community that it's like just so normalized now. I like, love that it was invented for the post, though. That it's like I really want a really mass guy, you know, the type of guy who delivers the post, <laughs> a weedy bike boy, um, a guy who bikes everywhere. I would like not double look if I saw a jockstrap at farmers. I feel like I would yeah. see one there. I just feel like that's how common they are now. They've definitely had G-strings at farmers for years. I think got jock straps, it would not be. To be honest, that I think wild. like a '90s G-string, like um, like a kind of like funny, you know, how they're like really elongated, yes. um, is hotter than a jock strap. But that's just my personal opinion. But also, like, it's less inviting for sex. Obviously, the kink is um, why it's been used. But also, I guess guys are like, "Wow, your ass is ready and open." Um, is also part of that kink they're like and your boner is suppressed in that little pouch surely that's pain <laughs> guys are into like underwear fetishes which i can understand you know like they like yeah people like playing around with like leathers and straps and i still don't understand the it, harness yeah. like because it's so weird because it's i guess it clips onto it feels like it's supposed to clip onto something but i don't know what that device is that it's clipping it's onto. carabiner it's carabiner okay. so you lift up the mountain no it's oh no literally i think if you're doing like Doggy style, not to get too visual, uh, but that's when you know you one can be visual. Sort of it's a visual medium. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, you so know, you're holding it with one of your woofs, uh, and you, I think you could hold on to it around their back and kind of like pull, <laughs> pull them deep. Like, I can eat down hear you blushing. <laughs> yeah. I'm at my mum's sewing desk. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> So I have a question about this though. So the why did this why does the ass have to be bare? Or does it not have to be bare? Well otherwise you've just got, I guess, normal briefs. Um but it's because But without a with a pouch. I guess it's being like rather than containing it all together in one big bag, here's a small bag yeah. around your cock and balls and then two straps around your legs. I guess. Yeah, when I, I describe like- it, it's double sexy. <laughs> Well, when you were describing like how that made riding a bike easier, I was like, "Oh, does underwear on your b-hole make riding a bike uncomfortable?" Riding a bike weird. is uncomfortable. It's sort of weird. I feel like you want to protect your asshole more when you're riding a bike, but I guess if I'm not ever riding on cobblestones, yeah, that, that's a huge <laughs> difference between us in 1874. And I guess like in back in 1874, like your underwear were was like hessian sacks or like. Very loose Ooh. cotton boxes or something. <laughs> I don't know. Hessian sacks. <laughs> a tiny Hessian sack. Uh, with, with two elastic waist straps wrapped around rings. your legs. Affix- I'm trying affixated to, think of- to your mouth. I've decided that 2019, I think I'm going to call it 20... 
are fine teen, I would like to look the best I've ever looked next year in terms of clothing, hair, grooming. I really want to be on top of all that stuff so that even, wow. you know... I, f- if I feel like this was your resolution last year as well. No, probably. Uh, Do you want to, like, change your look or, like, improve what's already fine? Well, great. Sharpen it. Sharpen you it? Know, sharpen it. Elevate it. Ele- buy more expensive goods. Dress like I want to feel, you know? Well, you need to spend more money on your clothes then. I know. Oh. What is the most money you've ever spent on an item of clothing? Um, three fifty. That's on hot. a leather jacket. Yeah, great. That's not bad. But I was like nineteen then, and I haven't really bought much of that kind of price since then. Yeah, I got the Tommy Hilfiger jacket, which I think was two twenty or something like that. What's the most you've yeah. ever spent? Like thirteen hundred dollars on one item of clothing. <laughs> <laughs> Do no. you have any regrets about it? No, it was less than that. Actually, it would have been like okay. eight hundred. I think I spent oh, yeah. all up 1300 at the shop. Wow. Um, I mean, it's a stupid thing to spend money on, but then also maybe meth is more stupid. Yeah, I don't think it's that stupid. I mean, people... It was like a massive know. payout for, like, shows. And I was like, well, I produced that. I put it on. I did the show yeah. overnight. I get to choose how I want to spend that money. And it's not... I'm not going to spend it on the longevity of my life. I'm going to blow it on something fun now. I like Beautiful. clothes. They make me happier than drugs. <laughs> clothes clothes not drugs it clothes. doesn't rhyme but it is a fun oh my slogan. god if there was ever a motto it would be that i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. I think I'm going to get another <laughs> tattoo this summer. Oh, what are you going to get? Maybe another. I've got a swan tattooed on my ankle and now I want like maybe another swan or like a giraffe or something like. But maybe oh. a giraffe's too dorky. But I just want something. Another elegant creature. A rhino. Oh, I don't um, know why I said that. I was going to get my ear pierced in Palmerston North, but I will do it this summer, get both pierced, because I want to have long, dangly earrings for summer. Oh my God, we're going to be matching then. Yeah, we could um, link our earrings up. I honestly thought when I got my ears pierced, it would edge me up a lot, and it re- I don't know if it has. It's I'd say a- it's, I'm always like, oh, edgy boy, when I see <laughs> Is that edgy boy? Oh, th- thank you. That's good. That's good to know. I want another tattoo as well. The year of edging. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever edged? Well, isn't all sex edging? I guess so, but only for deliberately withholding the finale. Well, then yes, surely, because you want it to last as long as possible rather than be like, I don't think I'm ever having sex to be like, let's do this as fast as possible unless I'm like, I don't know, running away or like in hiding or something. No, no, but Chris, I think you haven't you haven't got the most in hiding. <laughs> when have you been in hiding? I'm thinking of like a sort of Lord of the Rings, like Sam and Frodo, like under the tree stump while the like guys in the dark horses like trot by, and you're like quickly, you know, while they look for us. <laughs> let's fuck as fast as possible, as quietly as possible. I'll just put um, my so ra- I'll put that my ring on and then fuck in that like invisible vortex. Yes. Oh, that's gorgeous. I, but. I, 
you, the other person doesn't become invisible, right? So you just see Samwise just. That would be so anal. buzzy seeing someone fuck someone invisible. <laughs> <laughs> That's my 2019 goal: fuck someone who's invisible. <laughs> Physically, That's so not good emotionally. because invisible people deserve um, representation too. We need visibility invi- for invisible people. Do you reckon there are invisible people in the world? No. <laughs> do you mean ghosts, or do you mean just people who are alive and invisible? People who are alive and invisible. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But how do you well, know? What's Eli? your take? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. I wouldn't see them. Maybe there's ex- like five in here in me, with me right now while I'm at my mom's sewing desk. It's like the next dimension. You know how like 2D can't see 3D? I'm like, we are 3D. Can we see 4D? <laughs> but no but no one is 2D. Like 2D is a drawing. It doesn't have sentience. <laughs> there's no one existing in two dimensions. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what people say about 3D. They're like, 3D is just life. They can't see beyond four dimensions. Oh, this is this is absolutely not the podcast to be discussing this sort of stuff. <laughs> it is. This is the diverse sort of like inclusive. This is the diverse um, intersectionality we're looking for in queer podcasts. Yeah, anyway, I want it to be of ed- buzzy. Chris, I don't. Edging means you get yourself to the point of just about to on purpose, and then on purpose hold off. I'm always holding off. But did you Surely. get yourself right to the cusp? Yeah, that's what your goal is, right? That's what the thumping's all about. <laughs> and then you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then you slop. And then you're like, do other stuff. And then it's like, let's get back to what we were doing again. And then you're like, let's well, get back to the otherwise thumping. Otherwise it goes too quick, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what... You mean by thump? Do you mean for well, the like person the being humping, thumped or the for pumping, the thumper? The, the main thrust yes. action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. So you've edged. Congratulations. Have you? Uh, Chris Parker's most specific edging. Uh, yeah, I think so. But never like... Never like I haven't on purpose. Like, have I tied myself in ropes and like made someone jerk me off? Like, while well, covered in baby oil. And then I was like, woo, woo, woo. Like, no, I haven't done that. Like, I haven't, like, specifically... But I haven't specifically... <laughs> not itching. <laughs> have I been drowned in a river while, like, on the verge of climax and then pulled out and got a breath and then been, like, waterboarded? And then, no, I haven't. Oh, you haven't done that? <laughs> oh, you've got to try it. You've um, got to try it. It's so much fun. I mean, I guess... Um, I don't think I've, like, specifically gone out to try any specific kink. Really? Like, really? I've never bought any, like, specific gear. To, like, I've never bought, like, a... Oh, my God. I was going to say a cop outfit. Triggering. Um, I've never gone out and specifically bought, like, a nurse's outfit or a fucking fireman's outfit or, you know, like, handcuffs. Um, yeah. Are, the, are you try, are you saying aloud the things that you would, though, if you were to go out and buy something to assist you? First thing I'm like. buying is a nurse's outfit. But, like, scrubs. <laughs> I want blood on my hands. Um, yeah. I, Scrubs. We're going to dress up as Turk and JD. Uh, <laughs> my, my finish is Scrubs. Um, I want to have a, a quirky uh, cut too. Um, I maybe I should make me 2019 is like spending money on kinks. Spend yeah, more money. Should. Spend less money on your fashion and more on your sex life. Less on clothes, more on chocolate body paint. Maybe See, like that. Like I'm not into that. No, I wouldn't be into food. Fucking messy. Either. You've got to change your sheets. And then again, I'm like, you're probably getting rid of your sheets. Also, that chocolate, you know it's not like 
Belgian. It's like chocolate flavored fucking something, you know? That's why what you gotta do, you gotta do the melting technique. You gotta boil some chocolate melts in a bowl <laughs> and then pour them. Oh, on a Bay Marie? <laughs> yeah, on a Bay Marie. <laughs> Stay right um, there. I've just gotta get the Bay Marie running. <laughs> I well, that's good to know. I'll, I'll, your next birthday, I'll definitely buy you some items then. A nurse's outfit, a fireman outfit, and some scrubs, <laughs> some rope, <laughs> some rope, a kayak, and a waterboarding kit. Um, um, what are your goals for the next year? I'm going to buy uh, lots of nice items uh, for my house. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that's a New Year's resolution. Yeah, I'm going to invest. Oh, I'm going to invest in stuff to put in my space to make me feel good at home. Nice. Um, and I'm what does that going mean specifically? To... Like a diffuser, or like a like a you know like a a sculpture, art, a chair, a, a coffee table, maybe. Oh, okay. Here's another goal of mine: keep my car tidy. I really want to stick to that next year. Wow. It's so okay. bad at the moment. Love that. <sighs> Here's a little um, hot tip. You could start it off well by parking at Park and Fly, which is like where you, when you drive to the airport, you can leave your car at Park and Fly and like pay yes. like, um, this is Park and Fly, the official podcast of sponsors of the male gaze. And then uh, it pays, it's like nothing. It's so cheap to park there, but then you can pay a little bit extra. They'll clean your fucking car for you, mate. Yes. No, and then I've you're like, seen that option. Now it's just maintaining what has already been cleaned for me. But then what's wrong, Chris, is that you need to tidy your car before you take it to get cleaned. Because I, my car has a lot of props and costumes and uh, <laughs> clothes I've been to put into a clothing bin and uh, posters and flyers for shows I did three years ago. Yeah, but if your <laughs> boot isn't filled with flyers and wigs, are you even doing comedy, you know? That's true. That's so true. Uh, Thank you. Um, oh, I'd love to do a bit of... Um, serious acting this year even if it's just for an instagram story but <laughs> just a small slice what just reenact some serious <laughs> acting scenes yeah, i'm just gonna yeah i'm gonna start doing serious monologues from big movies hey guys uh, today instagram i'm just gonna stories. be trying out my meisner technique on insta stories so uh, stay <laughs> yeah. tuned this is the scene um from a star is born where bradley cooper um and his brother have their last kind of uh, moment together <laughs> here <it> goes <laughs> um Okay, so get bit, do some serious acting, mm-hmm. have a clean car, have buy a, a car. coffee table. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> what a beautiful year. Spend more money on your clothes. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Oh, How about you? It. What are your goals? There's a lot of self-care in there. I love it. But it's not just clothes. I'm also going to tint my eyelashes and... Um, oh, you're glowing up, eh? Change my hair, yeah. Maybe get fake tans in winter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, 2019 goals. Uh, I want to be better. I was thinking about this in the car. I want to be better at confrontation. Oh. Yeah. So, like, if I've got beef for someone, I want to tell it to their face. <laughs> I can't, right away. I, I got nervous even just saying that. I was like, what if I've offended someone and now they're going to, like, <laughs> confront me? I'm not ready for it. But I hate <laughs> confrontation. I want to be, like, a strong, empowered woman and just, like, yeah. um, really get better at like standing in my truth and standing in my power and being like your behavior and go like super nanny on it and be like your behavior is unacceptable get on the stairs oh that's beautiful chris i'd love to see you do that yeah when you um, do that i'd love to be there 
Okay, great. I'll be like, Eli, Eli, I'm about to confront my nemesis. Oh, maybe we should have a confrontation next year. <laughs> I would love maybe that. Maybe we should have you a rift. You can do some serious acting, and yeah. I can stand in my truth. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> um, I, hmm, what else? I, I love one of my aunties. Um, New Year's resolutions were uh, drink more wine, see more birds, which I thought was oh, really good. I love that. Did she? Uh, did, did she do it? Did she see more birds? I think she did. She joined like a, a you know like a bird watching group for a wee while, and like wow. bought more wine from the um, from the supermarket. Those are really like, easy to action. Those ones, you know, which is really good. Yeah. Uh, so it's be better at confrontation and um, spend less time on my phone. Jesus Christ. Oh, it's so bad. I'm like a monster. Oh, and this might be related. Be less tight. I want to find the thing that makes me so fucking tight every day. Like I want to go on a journey of just like feeling peppy. Like that yeah. I wake up every morning and don't feel like I've just come out of being poisoned. Um, I just feel like every morning I wake up at 6am and I'm like, my body is in disarray i feel dizzy i feel sick i feel like i, I haven't drunk phones. water in three weeks <laughs> phone's a good thing man screens out of the bedroom no screens at bedtime fuck up um, you can't tell me what to do <laughs> well okay fine do you have screens in your bedroom <laughs> yeah i do i've got them worse i was really good yeah. at it for a while and i'm not anymore i'm like everyone who says that i've been good at it for a while is like when they tried it for a week and then they're like bring their phone back into their room no for real i think i was i was all right at it um but now it's yeah instagram first thing in the morning and and last thing before bed it's pretty sad i'm gonna mute i'm gonna say over summer i'm gonna sit down with my phone and i'm gonna mute 70 percent of the people i follow on instagram stories wow i reckon that's gonna help that'll i'm going I'm going to cut down my f- screen use time. What is your what is your average, would you say, your weekly average of screen time a day? Oh, it's really been changing a lot recently. Um, but it was it was as low as one day, 54 minutes, and then as high as like three hours, 20 another day. So, But what's it on average usually? Apart from that one th- day, it was 59 minutes that you I th- literally have told me three times. I, I was just so proud of myself. Uh, I think it's about two and a half, two and a bit. Yeah, I'm probably yeah. averaging three, three ten, a day. It's so bad. I think what you could be doing with that time, edging, edging. <laughs> you could be consistently edging from woe to go. Um, uh, except you never quite reach go from no, woe, woe to, to woe, woe to woe, woe to woe to go from woe to woe, woe. That sounded like you did. You actually did come. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe uh, include more like cowboy noises into my sex routine. Uh, Beautiful. <laughs> Do you talk much during sex? I'm pretty vocal. Sick, good. Yeah. I'm trying to activate yeah. it, but I don't want to be, again, like, inauthentic. Uh, I don't want to be like, who, like, you know, oh, oh my God. God. I just want to be like, <laughs> what is my voice? What is my authenticity? <laughs> <laughs> so you're just like, Chris Parker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, my voice. This is my voice. <laughs> Chris Open Parker, sound. 28 Johnson-led management. <laughs> <laughs> I um, have a strong voice. Like, stuff like that. <laughs> 
So those are what. So what was that? Better at confrontation, less tired, less phone. Great. Yeah, I want not less tired. I want to solve why I'm so tired because I reckon it could be magnesium. (laughs) (laughs) I, Chris, is my honest to god truth. I think all millennials are just tired. We're all just tired, and you just need to accept that we all feel the same way. No, no, I do not accept this. No, you've gotten so much done this year. You are not tired to the point where it's debilitating you. No, but I'm tired to the point where I'm boring. Like I want to wake up and be like. Do 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 like like have time to I don't know make kombucha if I fucking want to or like plat something or make sourdough or like I just there's I it takes me this to about not... it takes me to about midday to feel awake and then I'm like yeah. cool three hours of productivity and I'm crashing. Yeah, everyone feels the same way. Well, and when not... you're talking about making kombucha, I'm being honest with you. You're not talking about finding your authentic self. No. You're talking about becoming a different person. Well, then make a gin and tonic. You know, whatever, <laughs> whatever it may be, or how man- yes. how it may manifest with that extra time, with that extra kind of energy in myself. But currently, okay. I'm just like I thought it was physicality. Like I thought if I went to the gym, I got a trainer, I got really, really like I felt strong because that was last year's goal to feel strong. Yes, I and remember. I definitely feel stronger. You look um, stronger. Thank you. Um, but. It's not that, you know, I feel like my body's just recovering all the time. Wow. Well, Chris, I hope you do discover what's making you tired. And when you do discover it, tell everyone else because we are all tired. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to actually solve it this year. Imagine if I was like, guys, guess what it is? Cucumbers. You just eat three cucumbers a week and you will feel... That's what I want, like a quick fix. I want like, oh, you just pop a Nurofen in the morning or like... Um, yes. You just like use um, fucking... What's it called? Rescue Remedy. Have you ever yeah, used well, Rescue Remedy? Yeah, well, I've heard Remedy? a friend of both of ours, I've used Rescue Remedy. When I was in Titus Andronicus at drama school, I had uh, what the costume that he gave it to me because she was like, it's such a distressing role for you, so um, just take this after every performance. Oh, I love I know that. What it, was. it was beautiful. Um, we do have, I know about, there's like uh, some uh, drug that employees employers sometimes supply their employees that makes them more focused and makes them get work done faster what speed. is it it's something that's like legal overseas and they import it here yeah it's speed maybe it's speed or maybe it's meth sounds like speed yeah um i had a friend hey. who was like you just take a couple of that you get all your jobs done i'm hey down quickly yeah before we end who do you think is going to be the queen of 2019 great Question. Oh my god, my queen of this week is Michelle Obama. Holy All those birds. Fucking shit, that Balenciaga look is like the level. So gorgeous. That's what so I want you to look gorgeous. I mean, that is a queen spending high dollar on a pair of fucking boots and being like, I wrote a book. You I know, married a, prime, right? a president. Like, that's oh, power. And I love that. Girl can stand in confrontation as well. Like, oh, I, need to, I need to read her autobiography this summer for sure. Um, yeah, I want to read it too. And I love that as well. She was talking to Sarah Jessica Parker, and I was like, I'm ready for the sequel of Sex in the City. <laughs> like, I want Michelle Obama. I want Sarah Jessica Parker. I just want, like, Manhattan. And none of the other girls, because they all hate Sarah Jessica Parker now. <laughs> Do they all hate Sarah Jessica Parker? <laughs> nah, it's just, it's just um, Samantha, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, what's Is her name? Cynthia. Fuck. Kim no. Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. She's out to get her. Um, here's why I think it's going to be the Queen of 2019. Glenn Close. 
Oh. I think she's going to win the Oscar, and I think she's going to thrive. And I, I've loved her since 101 Dalmatians, which I saw as a child, and I was yes. like, that's who I want to be. Um, Fatal Attraction. She's brilliant. Oh, gorgeous. Uh, she's so good in everything. She's so long overdue. Um, what movie she Six in? nominations. She's in a movie called The Wife, which is about how she uh, was the ghostwriter behind all of her husband's novels, and then he becomes really successful, and then she's like... You know, keeping quiet about the fact that she's like, she "Time's actually... up." Yes, <laughs> and I think that's how it ends. That's the little Oscar clip. Um, <laughs> is she nominated? Are the Oscar up. noms out? No, but it's oh. getting. Look, it's between Lady Gaga and Glenn Close. That's going to be the winners. Maybe Olivia Coleman with an outside chance, but those are the top two. Um, I haven't seen any of these movies apart from A Star Is Born, so I need to watch like The Widows, and I need to watch The Wife. Clearly, Roma. Oh. I've heard good things about Roma. Roma's lovely and Widows is brilliant. Am Both I going to get away movies. with watching Roma with my family or is there like a scene where someone like has a blowjob like at the beach or something? You know, like I need to I need to know if I can watch Roma with my parents. Is what you I'm can saying. absolutely watch Roma with your parents. I'll tell you right now, there's only one scene where, a man, <laughs> um, where the main character's boyfriend is nude doing some martial arts. And is it hot? He, he's hot and it's quite funny. Okay, great. That's and fine. that is that. Is, there's no, yeah. There's nothing. We to, can deal with like a oh, you know. Yeah, we were watching it, and I can kind of move on from there. The scene is iconic, and I wish that was when they, you know, when they play the best picture reel. I wish that was the scene they used. This guy knew doing martial arts because it is so funny, <laughs> uh, so so funny. Um, and where my, queen so good? 20, my queen of twenty nineteen. I think this is your tweet of twenty nineteen. <laughs> no, my t- queen of twenty nineteen. I'm trying to think of yeah. who that's going to be. Cool. I want someone to contend against going close. Um, it's going to be... Um, I'm just... Uh, hmm. Oh, my God. Marsha Cross? Marsha Cross? What? Marsha Cross from Desperate Housewives? Yes. I was trying to think of a celebrity who I hasn't popped up in a while, and I want like a, the return of. Um, wow. And I want it to be Marsha Cross. Okay, do you think she's got any upcoming projects at the moment? I'm just about to check her IMDb. Hold the line, Nicola. She's such a good actress. She is great. She's in an ongoing TV series called Quantico at the moment. Ooh, sounds boring. Uh, Quantico. Her feature film roles. Oh, it's... She's had a supporting role, short film, lead role, director video, small role, supporting oh, role, director no. video, supporting role, supporting role, short film. <laughs> no, she was in Law and Order. Oh my god! Oh no, Marsha Cross, my queen, return to me, my queen. <laughs> I'm just gonna check in on her like every now and then and just see how she's going. Well, I'm pretty confident if, we're, if if this is a competition that Glenn Close is going to have a better year than Marsha Cross. Although, what a fucking bet, to measure what a better year is. Oh, yeah, I'll beat you. I'll beat you $50. I'll beat you $100 that, my, that Glenn Close will have a you better year You bet me 100 Cross. and I'll bet you 50 What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's in a show with Priyanka, uh, Priyanka Chopra. Great. So there you go. See, you know, don't underestimate this uh, underdog. Yeah. She's a phoenix. Um, Are you sad that Nick Jonas is off the market now? (laughs) I had no idea. (laughs) He's married to Priyanka Chopra. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, who do you hope is going to come out next year? 
Oh, Sean Mendes. He's not going to happen. Remember, he was like, guys, I feel bullied. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when it was like, he's got a big announcement at the MTV VMA. So we were like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> and it did not happen. Um, um, you, do you really hope that Sean Mendes comes out? Oh, I don't know. I guess he's just the person that's on the cusp of it for me. Oh, you know who I really hope? Will? Um, Jack Gyllenhaal. <gasps> oh, that would be great. It would be Gorgeous, golden, wonderful. Yeah, like or, a gold. yeah, love that. Or also Hugh Jackman as part of his live arena tour. <laughs> I love that he does like a a final number. Yeah, he does. This is me, and then it comes up in text at the end, and it's like I'm I'm gay. This is me, a homosexual. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he rips his pants man. off, and there's a jock strap underneath. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, he's a bicycle jockey. Yeah, and um, he rides out delivering the post. <laughs> Uh 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 just giving letters to the audience (laughs) who do you hope comes out in 2019 i the top twins um i hope um, adam rippon finally comes out yeah i hope not Um, who do i hope i hope shit who do i hope for um Oh! Imagine if both Michelle and Barack were like, "We're gay." Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> what about w- Will Smith? Will and Jada. Yeah. Mm. That would stir up some good publicity for Aladdin. He's getting some backlash because he's not blue. <laughs> is it? <laughs> they put a photo out, and everyone's like, "The genie is blue." <laughs> <laughs> the genie is black now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Will and Jada Pickersmith would be great. Glorious. And I hope that um that's it really. I don't really know any other celebrity who isn't gay. I was like, who's a pop star who's like not gay? And I was like, I don't know. I only listen to like Troy Savan and yeah, Sophia Stevens, who's I think gay. Maybe if he Did could come out, that would be Sophie great. Sophia Stevens is gay. He's come, he's out. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, I thought he, he was, was sad. I thought he was sad and holding secrets. <laughs> no. no, he's just sad and gay like we all are. Um, you know, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, Halsey. Did you get, were you up in that controversy? What has she Halsey did, done? Who, who well, she did Halsey? a same-sex um, contemporary dance in The Voice. She sang a song and did like a kind of contemporary dance number with another girl. And then people were like, ban it, it's family TV. And then she was <gasps> like... Families, you know, you know. I don't know. Yeah, families eat pussy. <laughs> yeah, families eat pussy too. <laughs> um, oh, hey. we've officially expired for 2018. Yeah, that's all the content that we have in us. Uh, we're getting older, but we're staying younger. But the good thing is, we were edging until the end, and this was the final episode where we really blowed out. out. Just our yeah. load is all over your ears. Um, Hey, thanks to all our listeners. Why don't tweet us your favourite memories of the male gaze? <laughs> tweet us. Tweet us your most annoying um, factual inaccuracies uh, from the year. <laughs> um, um, and a huge thanks as well to our sponsor, Park and Fly. Uh, yeah. Who, thanks who, for holding our cars and getting us overseas. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Pretty serious. <laughs> so funny. You used to like really space that out. Like each new bit was going to have some good information, but it was all. <laughs> it was like garbage and fine. But they're only giving us like two grand, you know? Yes. It's like one pair of pants for either of us. 
<laughs> yeah, the new me. The new me doesn't spend less than two grand on a <laughs> pair of pants. Um, hey, great time to finish because I believe RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is now uploaded on <laughs> to Netflix. Oh, perfect. So, I'm going to love you. Consume, everyone. Consume. Consume it up. Um, peace and love to all around the globe. Gay, straight, um, but mainly queer. <laughs> and not straight. And not straight. We not love straight our allies. People. You've had enough. You've had enough Christmases, straight people. Take take it off. Uh, I you know. I hope. Um, oh fuck! Why am I still? This is like the worst goodbye. It's like leaving a party, and you're like trying to just leave the door, and the person's still just trying to talk to you. Yeah, it's the exact opposite of edging right now. This just, is just just get lit, everyone. This is like yeah. having sex and then still talking, and you're like, no, it's nap time. <laughs> Just get lit, just get lit, fam. Get Those, lit, fam. Final live, statement. Live fast, die old. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm sorry, mom. It's not a phase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.